What's happening? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Are we good? Feedback. Come on. Is it working? Hmm. Alright, looking at the YouTube feed. There must be there's a crazy delay that's happening, that's for sure. I'm sure. Hopefully it's good now, but uh how's it going guys? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this thing. Of course, happy Monday or end of Monday, as I like to say. Because Monday is over. Yes, today sucks. Uh, therefore, I have my wine. That's right. Poured a good glass of wine. So cheers, guys. Mmm. Delicious. Delicious. All right. Who's out there, huh? Talk to me. All right. We got Mr. Fear Jason right here. How's it going? We got Hobo Deluxe, the 960, saying goodbye. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. What's going on, Tet? Netflix boy controller. Netflix, but I never heard of that. Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. How's it going? Good to see you. We got Rhea right here. Always great to see you. Do what she says. Hit that like, thumbs up, everything. What's going on, Mr. JD McRae? We got Mr. Venom here. We got Miss Lisa Jackson. Always good to see you. Joey, end of Monday. That's what I'm talking about. We got Eric right here. Yep, talking about some uh, illustrators right there when it comes to that. We'll be talking about, of course, things that Zach said yesterday. Of course, talking about SnyderCon 2. Full circle. Full circle. Yes, and then, of course, we have Kevin right here. How's it going? Celos, what's happening? Who's a bigger snake? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, well, I like them both, so... Not going to answer that. Um, howdy. There's bigger snakes out there, trust me. Trust me. Bigger snakes that really are taking advantage of things. All right, we got Fatty God right here. Good to see you. Just juicing around. Like it. Like the name. We got Austin right here. Looking forward to Friday. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Friday. You know, not just for ticket sales, but, you know, because it's Friday. Why wouldn't I be looking forward to Friday? Vodka stream, you know. End of the week, always look forward to Friday. But, of course, yes, we'll be talking about that, too. But, you know, Friday. Friday. Remember that song? Ew. Ew. Uh, what's going on, Sinfinity? Not having a great day but being here for everyone. There you go. That's what it's all about right here. You know, I didn't have the greatest day either. Work pain in the ass. What's going on, Marcos? We got Draga here. It was nice chatting with you on the vodka stream last Friday. So that's good. That was good. Good time. You know, talked about his uh, Red Robin fan film and everything. So we had a good time. Went, went on for six hours. That was a six-hour vodka stream. I tell you what, sometimes it's just crazy. And then when I tell people that in real life, when I go like, oh, yeah, we went like six hours. And they go, what the hell did you guys talk about? I'm like, honestly, I, I don't really know. <laughs> like, what did we talk about for six freaking hours? I mean, it's just crazy. I, that's what I love about the vodka stream. I mean, some people might just think I'm insane for letting a stream go on that long. But, I mean, it's it's just always fun, you know, because usually I'm here just talking to myself, essentially, you know, just doing the whole, whole thing. So it's always fun to just, you know, talk to the friends, talk to new people, you know. But, you know, look forward to every Friday for that. And, you know, looking forward to this Friday, too. <laughs> I mean, could be per could be crazy. Anyways, what's going on, Mr. Brian? Good to see you there, buddy. Ah, uh, 
Oh, look at Okay, we got some more people here. It's good to see you, Brian. All right. Ooh, hand, in, hand on stone. Well, I mean, if we're going to be talking, you know, SnyderCon 2, I'm just hoping there's going to be a couple of bottles there that we could do a little taste test or something. I don't know. He did talk about a cocktail hour when it came to all this. So, you know, full circle, baby. There you go. We got Wonder Meg right here. And then, uh, of course, we got Cortez. Uh, the vodka stream was definitely universally. I hope so. <laughs> That's a joke. If you didn't watch two vodka streams ago, you don't know exactly what we're talking about, but universally loved and everything like that. So, all right, good to see you. Uh, this Friday, yeah, this Friday will be fun. We'll talk about uh, things that are happening. So, all right, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to the tweets right here. So, all right, we're going to start off with uh, this beautiful bastard right here on the Twitter uh, on the Twitter timeline right here so look at this guy yeah forget about it sweetheart yeah he's really he's in the zone right there colin farrell right there good old oswald Cobblepot. and then we got fear jason right here <laughs> you know hey look at that hey i'm right there i'm in the poster but uh you know mr fear jason always likes to put our faces on uh on posters and whatnot so this is pretty cool right here i like it i like it and then uh, we got David Ayer right here talking a little bit more about uh, the Ayer cut, continuing to be vocal about the Ayer cut, which is always great. Uh, it says right here, the re-engineering uh, began immediately after the DGA mandated cutting period, uh, cutting period of 10 weeks. Two events led the studio leadership to radically alter the film. Number one, the critical response to BBS that it was too dark. Oh, no, it was too dark. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we like that. There you go. Um, and then, of course, the success of Deadpool. He keeps on talking about Deadpool. See, that's the problem when it comes to back and forth, when it comes to the back and forth of the studios, you know, Marvel Studios, DC Studios. Hopefully DC Studios are just getting out now. I mean, even though they have a Marvel guy that's there, hopefully they could just somehow be unique, you know, and that's what we're kind of hoping for. So, And then he uh, continued on by saying right here, the entire Avid project was handed over to a trailer company and they instructed to recut the entire film. So it got recut by a trailer company. Uh, you know, a company that does trailers and the problematic, uh, then this was pro this is problematic for a number of reasons dealing with guilds and jurisdictions. When I was finally told it, it was the single worst day of my career. Ouch! Single worst day of his career, man. Can you imagine that? You're working on this movie, you're doing a unique comic book movie, and they pull this bullshit. That's what sucks. That's what sucks. They pull this shit. They pull it. They pull this stuff. It's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous, man. Uh, and then he said, and then he went on to say that the cut was never tested. Never tested! You know, because uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, cut Ayer right here said, I know there were multiple cuts test tested, but in your opinion, did they land on the worst possible cut to release? Test screenings are held for a reason, and to think they ignored the initial positive feedback from the cut screen that was closer aligned with yours is crazy. And he said, my cut was never tested. So we got that too. And obviously when it comes to that first Comic-Con trailer that we got, which is amazing, we love that trailer. That was, of course, what David Ayer says was closest to what his vision was. Everything else, not so much. I think when they changed the logo, made it more bright and, bright and everything, they probably did all that. And of course, you know, when you, I, I actually, what's funny is recently, I think it was, 
well, I don't know how recent it was, but it was on TV, and I, I caught a little bit of it. And man, I tell you what, all the all the uh, you know the record drops. What do they call that? The record pin drop. Whatever the hell they call that. Um, when they add, obviously, when they add actual music as opposed to score, it's a little. I mean, it's not all bad, but it, it's bad. Like too much, too many, definitely too many. But hey, here's uh, hoping that the air cut still gets released, right? Hopefully it happens. Hopefully it happens. So we got ACS here too. Needle drop. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Brownstones. Couldn't couldn't remember the saying. I was like, uh, uh, pen, uh, record, uh, something's dropping. I don't know. I just can't. Oh, but anyways. All right. Continuing on. Uh, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, South by Southwest. I'm looking forward to this movie because I'm a big Evil Be- uh, Dead fan. So really looking forward to it. It's getting a lot of positive reviews. So that's good. That's good. Of course, we'll talk about that. Full circle, Mr. Ray Porter himself talking about it. And then, of course, we got this right here from uh, Mr. Zack Snyder, uh, a nice little awesome image of Henry Cavill Superman, who we miss dearly. And, uh, you know, from BBS looking like of course they got that little curl there they snuck the curl in i don't think they were supposed to but somehow they snuck the curl in so yeah we got some more oswald cobble pot right here so that's cool i like it oh and this was a big one and this is where people started pushing back on david ayer which is absolutely ridiculous but he did say this right here in response when somebody said what my hate for Jeff Johns and Toby uh, Emmerich grows more and more every day. David Ayer said Toby had nothing to do with it and wasn't in leadership at the time. Toby's a good guy. <gasps> oh no! It's okay. It's okay. You know what? I'm not one of those people that's going to be like, come on, Ayer. The dude's a dick. He's a dick. He's a dick. I'm not going to do that. But, uh, you know, I know some people were just like, oh, no, why'd you say that? You know, because we we all hate Toby. Obviously, when it came to everything, when it came to Zach, Toby was a big when it came to Zach and him and ousting him and all the stuff that happened with that. Yeah, there was that. So a lot of people were it wasn't uh, I saw people that were not responding well to that. And then he also said right here, they are long gone and the studio has changed owners twice. There's a new management in place, people who care and respect deeply both artists and fans. So he's responding to, of course, talking about the new leadership. Yeah, I've even had people in my mentions that talk about, you know, Warner Brothers as if it's the same regime, okay? It might not be the regime that you like, but it's not the same regime. People will still talk about it like Toby and Hamada and Anne, Anne with the plan. They they still act like these people are there. It's really weird that they still think that that's the case. It's like, no, it's a different freaking company right now. So, yeah, poor Ayer, poor Ayer. And, of course, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Ben Affleck. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little, yeah, more stuff. And then, of course, even with Penguin, we got Michael Zegan. He's going to be playing Alberto. We got Alberto Falcone right here that's going to be in the Penguin movie. And I'm sure if he, well, if he survives it, or the Penguin show, I should say, series, he'll probably be in the Batman, too. Speaking of Batman, there's a good old Batfleck right there. Look at the blue. Look at the blue. The blue. That's pretty cool. 
And then also, Theo Rossi, that's right. That's not John Garza. Uh, Garza does look like him. But, uh, yeah, uh, we all know. Yeah, obviously, he was, in, um, he was in Luke Cage, and also he was in Army of the Dead. So Mr. Theo uh, Rossi is actually going to be joining the Penguin series as well. So that's pretty sweet. And then another thing that David Ayer said was somebody asked, I thought I saw reports about a cut being tested, and the test audience didn't like the fact that Will Smith... Will Smith's Deadshot kissed Harley Quinn, and that's why it wasn't in the final cut. Is there any truth to that? And he said, total fabrication. That's right. Total freaking fabrication. These guys. I tell you what. These guys. Ugh. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Calling out all the BS. Gotta love it. Gotta absolutely love it. Uh, Rachel Zegler, my best friend, uh, Rachel Zegler right here, apparently said, uh, you know, um, this is what she said when it came to why she took the role that she said, uh, I needed a job and I'm being absolutely serious. And as a joke, I put no comment because I didn't want to comment on it because obviously, you know, if you know, you know what I'm talking about, obviously when, uh, I made the comment about her talking about Adam Brody and then she called me out. <laughs> yeah. Which she should. And I totally was okay with it. I thought it was funny. But uh, so I was like, no comment. Uh, there's a nine hour cut of Avatar 3. It's rumored to possibly become a limited series on Disney Plus after the release of the theatrical cut of the film. Jesus. Man, James Cameron was just like, uh, what? What? Zack Snyder, how long is uh, the assembly cut? How long is uh, the Justice League? How long is all that? Well, hold my freaking beer. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. And he flat out said, okay, you know, that would be interesting. But it's like, man, how much story does this guy have when it comes to all this? How much? It's crazy. And then uh, the Nancy Myers uh, rom-com that got canceled from Netflix. Apparently Warner Brothers in early talks to acquire it. So it looks like it's kind of weird. When it comes to fandom, when it comes to like Netflix, like streaming wars and whatnot, it's all interesting because we're all thinking that, Warner Brothers Discovery is trying to save money left and right. And Netflix is also starting to do the same thing. They're all starting to do the same thing. But I think Warner Brothers Discovery is like, well, maybe we can put this out there. I think we could pull this off. So, yeah, there you go. And I hate this. I don't like this. But this is a giant freaking robot, so I don't even really care. But there's uh, talks about the Fly remake that's going to be starring Zendaya. But, yeah, again, giant freaking robot. I didn't realize that until I saw that right now. I should have read that when I posted the tweet. Uh, and then we got awesomeness right here. We got Keaton and Batfleck right here. Look at that. Woo! Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, and then, of course, we got Mick right here. I don't know if Mick's still in the uh, the chat right here. But, you know, uh, I had you know I had some chuckleheads that were in my mentions that were basically saying, you know, that there's that... Zack Snyder doesn't need permission from Warner Brothers to screen the movies, to screen specifically Zack Snyder's Justice League in an IMAX theater. Uh, and, you know, he basically clarified it right here. He said, actually, Grace is correct. For the record, what I said before really only applies to fan screenings because, yeah, fan screenings are different. If there were to be an official Zack Snyder screening event, it couldn't be done without approval from the rights holder and distributor distributor which is WB. So there you go. You know, there's some chuckleheads out there that, uh, yeah, I, I got into it on with somebody on Twitter that was basically saying that, no, he doesn't need 
because they were calling out Grace for saying that he needs approval from it. And it's like, no, he does. For this event, he definitely does. And it's great that Warner Brothers is allowing him to do that. Because again, guys, not the same regime. Regardless how you feel about the new regime, it's not the same old regime that was, you know, not too fond of what Zack was doing, okay? But the new regime is allowing him to do it. They are uh, giving him the blessing and everything. But yeah, he wouldn't be able to do it without it, so... Ah, uh, so it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And then, of course, uh, we got my Shazam first reaction review right there. So, uh, continuing, continuing. Oh, yeah, even David Ayer talked about how he's, like, uh, you know, seeing the people just ugh, talking about. We'll talk about more of that stuff, too. And then, yes, guys, uh, we're going to be talking about SnyderCon 2, and I, I posted this tweet right here. Okay, you guys know who we're talking about, all right? We guys, we're no, you know, we know who we're talking about. When I, when I say the scoopsy-daisies, you know the two individuals I'm talking about. You know who I am talking about. And if they are trying to scoop SnyderCon 2, don't believe a fucking word they say, please, okay? It's already, I mean, I, I already seen that they're trying to scoop it. Like, why are you trying to scoop a fan-celebrated event? That's what it is. There's no, like, you know, the fact that there's, oh, yeah, there's going to be some announcements. They're going to be talking about, oh, maybe they're going to show the Emerald Cut. Yeah, that's right. There's the Emerald Cut. Because the, the getting the Snyder Cut out wasn't enough. We want the Emerald Cut of the Snyder Cut to be released, apparently. They want, they want Martian Manhunter to be replaced with the Wayne T. Carr Green Lantern scene instead. So I don't know what the hell. But apparently that's, that's I saw that. Somebody sent me uh, a little uh, piece of an article that basically said that, yeah, the, they might be showing the Emerald cut. Like, what? No, he's going to show the cut that we all saw. Okay. Like, maybe he'll show pictures or maybe some video or something like that of the driveway studio with Wayne T. Carr. That would be interesting. And you never know. Wayne T. Carr might show up to the event and they could talk about it then too. But I don't think they're going to actually remove the Martian Manhunter scene and then put this... Ugh. These people, these people, Ugh, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So I don't know. <sighs> Continuing on. There you go. That's uh, putting my face on Batfleck. Like it. Pretty sweet. Thank you for Jason for that. Drew Goddard. I mean, you know, who knows how much these rumors are true, but he is part of the writer's room. But Drew Goddard is rumored to be in talks to uh, direct one of the DC Studios projects. I'd be down for this. What are we thinking? The Authority? Um, are we thinking what else we got? I mean, I don't think he'll do Supergirl because they don't want to have backlash because, you know, what's between his legs? Um, I'm trying to think, like, The Authority. I don't know if he'd do anything Lanterns or anything like that. I don't know, but I thought The Authority. Brave and the Bold, obviously up there, too, you know? Obviously, now we know that Ben Affleck's not going to be doing it, so... And then Zack Snyder posted about his friend, uh, Bet Bettany, who was uh, Bettany Hughes, who uh, did, a, did a whole, they, she did a documentary called The Treasures of the World, The Delights of the East. It's going to be on Channel 4, so you're like, you know, plug that because it's one of his friends, and that's great. So The Treasures of the World Season 2. He's posted about it before, and I'm sure it's pretty great, especially if you're getting the Zack Snyder love. So that's cool, cool. Continuing on. Eli Roth, Thanksgiving, that's coming. I love it. I love that, uh, that that got turned into an actual movie, so that's good. We got Sasha Kaye right here, plugging away, you know, showing the Supergirl pop. 
How cute. Adorable. Gotta start getting those pops. I don't even want to talk about that. And then we got some new Flash stuff right here. Some cool little Flash designs. We got Flash and Batfleck. We got Flash and Supergirl. We got Flash and Young Flash. And then we got this uh, shot right here. Pretty sweet stuff. Gotta like it. And then, yeah, again, this still sucks. It still sucks. We talked about this and we raised our glasses, but I'll do it again since I'm going over the tweets. But, um, yeah, Lance Reddick, of course, he passed away over the we are on Friday at the age of 60. The man did not look 60. I was like, I thought he was like in his 40s, maybe. Uh, that's right, man. Tell you what. Um, but, yeah, obviously been in a lot of things, mainly TV shows. But uh, we recently, obviously, we're going to see it this week, John Wick Chapter 4. We're going to see him in uh, at least one more time when it comes to uh, his character that uh, is at the Continental. So cheers to Mr. Reddick right here. Mm. Ah, yeah, so may you rest in peace and condolences, man. Condolences. And then, of course, this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I was trying to do a Tom Cruise laugh. That didn't really come off that well. But yeah, this this right here. OK, this is one way to market. Uh, this kind of just came out of nowhere, and probably because Shazam's probably not doing so well. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Tom Cruise has seen The Flash, and he loved it. Exclusive! That's right. Exclusiva! Of course, not my exclusive, but you know, THR. But yeah, apparently, uh, a conversation with Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, of course, David Zaslav, led to a private screening for... Tom Cruise, and of course he loved it, and, I, and he actually called Andy Muschietti and praised that he loved the movie that much. Now, I'm thinking the movie is going to be great, um, I, and do I think this actually happened? Sure. But yeah, the timing of it is a little interesting, or as the kids call it, thus. Yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely that part to think about that, and I mean, but I mean, if Tom Cruise actually liked your movie, you're going to want to put that out there. You're going to want to put that out there. That's going to build up some more hype because it's it's Tom Cruise. But, yeah, I can understand why people are like, well, wait a minute. Really? You're going to put that? What? But, you know, but a lot of people are just saying it's bullshit. They're saying it's bullshit. But I'm like, all right, well, we don't know if it's bullshit. We don't know if it's true. It's just one of those things that gets pushed out there. Sure. I don't know if, if Tom Cruise like goes, hey, that I didn't say that. Take it down. Then we'll know. But if he doesn't do that, then I guess it's absolutely true. I don't know. It's just I know when we get all to it, like, you know, we start putting on the uh, tinfoil hats and get all Alex Jones like, you're bullshit. Yeah, no way Tom Cruise to see this. Pizzagate. Anyway, so, yeah, he would, I don't know. But as far as I could tell, there hasn't been a retraction, so I think this is actually true. I wonder if he called Michael Keaton as well. That'd be pretty interesting, so. Uh, but then I was like, all right, now we got to speculate. Does Tom Cruise want to be in the new DCU? And I was like, who would he play? And I was like, don't say Hal Jordan Green Lantern. That's been done to death. We're not going to have him as Hal Jordan Green Lantern. But then somebody, Mr. Connor Hood right here, he said, isn't it obvious? He'll be Jay Garrick in The Flash too." And I went, wow, that would be actually pretty amazing. Because obviously it's Tom Cruise, duh. Obviously he would be a, a version of The Flash because the dude runs he runs a lot in his movies he has a good running style so obviously that would fit for a flash movie and jay garrick flash that'd be amazing not to mention you could do a whole flash movie just on that you know and have the actual justice society i don't know if they incorporate that i don't know 
it'd be a way, it'd almost be a way to be like, yeah, we're not going to have Ezra that much in the next one. I don't know. I mean, but I hope, I don't, who knows what's going to be happening when it comes to Flash. But can you imagine if they did something with Jay Garrick Flash and Tom Cruise was that? It's not going to happen, but I just thought that was the best choice when that response came up. So it's pretty sweet. Uh, we got a new Renfield trailer right here that, that does the old school uh, Dracula movie, which is cool. And then, hey, look at this. We need a little palate cleanser with all the madness that's happening. Here's uh, Keanu Reeves with a bunch of puppies. Oh, that's awesome. Who's the puppy king? There you go. I Absolutely adorable. The puppy king. There we go. Palate cleanser right there. Timeline cleanser. Gotta love that. Uh, all right. And then keep on going. Got some more from the penguin. Look at this. Variety is actually predicting that Rebel Moon is going to get nominated for visual effects at the Academy Awards next next year. I'm sure The Flash will too, but uh, yeah, apparently that's what they're predicting right here, so that's pretty sweet. Gotta love that. It's a glorious day. And then, ah, 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 so good. Man, just love the cow. The cow is so great. The BVS cow, the BVS suit. It's going to be hard to top it. But yes, obviously, uh, Zach's been teasing, of course. Uh, not teasing, but, you know, every day. I know he didn't do anything today, but, you know, just kind of talking about uh, the hero's journey and talking about the full circle event. But yeah, this image of Batfleck right here, just, ah, so exquisite, so beautiful, just so good. Just everything. Obviously, this is from that shoot that we've seen various other. Um, you know, like the, the reveal of the bat suit and different images with the bat mobile and everything. This is the, uh, the same, the same shoot. So Zach was holding on to this for a while right here. So we, I, I wonder how many more images he has, but yeah, I just love, absolutely love this, uh, image of Batfleck right there. Just so good. So freaking good. Um, and anyways, we'll be talking about that. we got Draga right here showing some, uh, some awesomeness, uh, his art right here. Shazam versus, uh, Superman. Ouch. Ouch. Punches right through his stomach. My God. Then we got David A right here saying, I'm a little sad today. Watching the tweets around DC, I had a really, really shitty childhood, and I found solace in Batman and Superman. Batman, because he dealt with dark places and bad people and was hurt and was a hurt kid. And then, of course, he overcame the tragedy and stuff like that. So, yeah, he's just seeing the stuff around DC because, obviously, we got fans that just want to just shit on anything new DC. While David Ayer wants to be excited about it. It's just, that's what sucks about fandom these days. You're always just going to get the dickheads that are just always going to ruin the fun. I mean, it's like, if you don't want it, you don't like it, you don't like who's making it, there's a lot of people that just go, all right, not for me, and whatever. But, man, there are people that just want to, they're like, I don't like this, so therefore, I'm going to destroy it for you. Those are called narcissists. Anyways, okay, continuing on. And then we got Andy Muschietti right here in Abbey Studios, Abbey Road Studios, with, of course, uh, the score. I forgot what the guy's name is, but, of course, yeah, they finished the score, which is good. Look at that bulge. Look at that bulge. Mine's bigger. Just kidding. Yes. Anyways. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. There's me on uh, the Riddler right there. Dave Nigma. Thank you. 
continuing on, obviously we got this right here, full circle, full circle. Then of course, Zach, Zach is just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to post, I'm going to post an older, you know, the, uh, the 1883 or whatever the hell year it's supposed to be. I forgot exactly. I think it's 1883 or it, yeah. Where you know, I'm gonna post uh, that image of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman because obviously he had a different idea for the first movie. Of course, they didn't go for it. I mean, we still love the first movie. First movie's still great from Miss Jenkins, but of course, there was a different idea that Zach had when he was setting the foundation when it came to these characters. And I love that he posted this right here. He posted that image. Of course, she's holding a bunch of heads, like three heads or whatever. So that was uh, always good. And then we got David F. Sandberg, of course, uh, you know, showing some behind the scene images. Uh, we'll be talking more about that um, and everything. So, but you know what he all, what he also talked about too was the Wonder Woman cameo in Shazam. Now, I I, I, I didn't have time to post my spoiler spoiler uh, review or spoiler discussion or whatever when it came to Shazam. I just didn't, like I said, it's just been uh, pretty crazy. I just didn't have the time to fully edit it. But uh, if we translate the tweet right here, he said uh, she was in the script from the beginning, but didn't believe that it was going to happen because of what happened in the first movie. Obviously talking about the headless Superman and Cavill not being able to show up, but then it happened, which was great. So we could mock the headless cameo from the first movie because yes, they do that. Spoiler alert, they do have uh, you know, a, a dream thing where you don't see we don't see Wonder Woman and then of course they were like mocking the fact that they had the headless Superman, so they were kind of giving the like, oh my god, they're gonna be doing it again. But of course, yes, they do show it. We already saw it in the TV spot. There she is. And in the and in the scene that it was in, I liked it. And I liked her, you know, when they revealed her and they played the music and it was great. I was like, cool. Fine. But it's just like, wow, this is not good. Is this it? And what did I tell you guys? What did I say last week? I did a short about it. I said, is Gal Gadot going to actually promote this? She was in this movie as the character that she loves playing. Zero. Nothing. I was, I was figuring maybe she would wait for a little bit. Maybe she's waiting longer. I don't know. But it's already been revealed. David F. Sandberg's already talked about it. And there's been nothing, nothing talked about from Gal Gadot. So my whole theory was that if she doesn't talk about it, that means she's done. She is. I don't think she's coming back. Obviously, we might see her again pop up in one of the other <laughs> movies that come out this year. But I don't think she's going to be coming back after that. So, yeesh. Yeesh. So, there you go. There's my little... That was basically what I was going to talk about in my little spoiler discussion right there. Maybe she forgot? Eh, I don't think so. I don't think she forgot. I think she just was like, no, nah, I'm no longer going to be doing this anymore. No, it's not a face mock-up. She was actually there. I know some people are passing that around, but it's always that same side that wants to shit on everything. No, she was actually, I don't know if she was actually there with everybody else, but she was in the costume and actually doing things. It wasn't like a, they didn't do a deep fake. Um, and then, of course, we got David F. Sandberg. Uh, we, are, we already kind of knew that this was uh, going to be part of it. And I remember when I saw it in the theater, I did the whole, yep, there he is. But yeah, there is his little cameo when it comes to uh, when it comes to uh, Shazam. Good for him. David F. Sandberg's great. He's great. <clears throat> no, it's not. No, it's not. I know you want to believe it. It is, but it's not. Like, no, it's not, dude. Ugh. 
not you again. Um, anyways, oh, Saggy's here too. Hi, Saggy. Um, anyways, continuing on, of course, we're going to be talking about that. That's pretty uh, Tarantino-esque right there. Uh, and then, of course, we'll talk about that. And then today, look at this. Obviously, we've got the Ghostbusters Firehouse coming soon. I don't think that's an actual real poster, but we'll see. Uh, Jordan Peele, his uh, fourth movie is going to be coming out on Christmas of 2024. So we got that. And then this is great right here. And I totally agree that stunt work needs to be part of the Academy Awards. Three, two, one, action! So weird when you don't hear the sound effects, no music. It's awesome. Cut. Cut, cut. But yeah, that spill down the escalator. Look at Three, that shit. Two, that's gonna hurt! Oh, 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 God. Ouch. But yeah, stunt, stunt work needs to be, stunt work needs to be in the award season. They do, they do. And then look at this, guys. <laughs> we, we, wanted, we wanted a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman McFarlane for Justice League. We didn't get it. We got one for... Wonder Woman 84, so like my little collection right there that has all the other Justice League members has the Wonder Woman 84 version right there, and now they have this one for Shazam. <laughs> they, made it, they made one for Shazam. They didn't make it for Justice League, they made it for Shazam. And again, it's like, all right, this, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just like, I don't think that's going to be the case. I don't think that's going to be the case. And then there's a little Easter egg. Yeah, obviously, uh, when it came to the uh, original Captain Marvel live action, Easter egg, Easter egg. So that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Shocking. Marvel Studios. Uh-oh. Marvel Studios president Victoria Alonzo has exited the company. Reasons for the exit are unclear, but she left Friday. Alonzo had been with the company since 2006. Shake up! Marvel Studios, uh-oh, but then there's more to it, which I'll get to right here. Obviously, uh, again, Ghostbusters Firehouse shooting. There it is. Yay! More Ghostbusters coming. Um, let's see. Where is it at right here? Um, let's let's scroll, scroll. Where where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, no, that's not it. Let me find it here. Here it is. So, so then we have Chris Lee, who said right here. So many VFX sources have told me Victoria Alonso was singular, uh, single, singularly sorry, it's too many. Sorry, little marble mouth right there. Responsible for. Um, Marvel's toxic work environment, a key make, a kingmaker who rewarded unquestionably uh, feet, feetly, uh, fealty, I can't even read right now, with an, uh, an avalanche of work, but who also maintained the blacklist that kept FX pros wild-eyed with fear. And then continuing on right here, she held a crazy amount of power, bigfooting all major creative decisions on Marvel movies and shows. Kevin Feige and Victoria... Alonzo personally approve every single shot, all the, fee of, all the visual effects work, which is usually the job of the director or showrunner, one tech told me. Continuing on, 
The main one that everyone's quite scared of is Victoria Alonso, another tech said. If she likes you, you're going to get work and you're going to move up in the industry. If you have pissed her off in any way, you're going to get frozen out. Ouch. So that's what that's all about right there. Crazy. Crazy. That's what that's all about right there. So watch out. But apparently, yeah. But I'm like, all right, but a little bit was Kevin Feige, though, right? I mean, <laughs> was it always just, yeah. Uh, of course, they're not going to, like, throw Kevin Feige under the bus because he's the head cheese. But uh, I don't know. So apparently that's what's happening when it comes to this whole Marvel Studios shakeup right here. Apparently that was, you know, when we talked about the VFX. I, it's all just very weird because we kept on hearing VFX stuff. VFX artists were coming out and basically saying, talking about the long work hours, the last minute changes, and just the bad work experiences that they were having. And now we got more people coming out that's saying that Victoria Alonso was part of it. But you got to say that, yeah, I'm sure Feige was a part of it too. You know, let's not just... Say it's not, but he is the head cheese, so. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways. What the hell? All right. And then Ben Affleck's Air. Uh, we already got some reviews coming in. Somebody uh, discussing film right here said Ben Affleck's Air has the potential to dethrone Ford v. Ferrari as the go-to dad movie of the modern era. But remember, Top Gun Maverick was kind of a, a dad movie as well, so. And then, of course, we got that. All right. And then, of course, uh, and then this is sad right here. Everybody remember Amanda Bynes? Amanda Bynes, who has been through a lot of trouble recently, you know, um, conservativeship and everything. Uh, I, I remember Amanda Bynes. I had a crush on Amanda Bynes, like, you know, when she was coming up. Used to watch her show. She's around my age. And, uh, you know, and then she was just funny. She's cute. She's hot. You know, some funny movies and everything. And then she just fell off. Apparently, she was uh, placed in psychiatric hold after she was found roaming the streets of Los Angeles naked and alone. This is from TMZ. She reportedly waved a car down and told the driver she was having a psychotic episode, then called 911 herself. Jeez. Just another child star that got totally just warped by the fucking Hollywood machine. Sad to see. Hey, so hopefully she gets help. Hopefully she gets help, man. Chris, uh, Chris McKay wants to still direct a Nightwing movie. So, hey, James Gunn, James Gunn, you have a director right here. He's been developing a movie for I don't know how long. Jeez, we've been hearing about the Chris McKay Nightwing for the longest time. So hopefully that still happens. More David Ayer stuff, he said right here. Oh, somebody, uh, somebody, I don't know, somebody uh, turned off that tweet. But he said right here, it ended with Diablo making a defrenda and late, late, lighting it with his powers studio cut it out and killed him and diablo talks just like all the heads i grew up with in south central yeah you know how people like to uh throw the racist thing all around like how dare you do the stereotype like what so stupid i hate it when people do that anyways hey mr lobo's here uh. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, Saggy doesn't have a mod in here, so you guys are safe. All right? You're perfectly safe. You'll all be all right. You just got to worry about Eric. Anyways. Um, all right. So let's talk about the main topic. Let's talk about yesterday. Obviously, uh, we had a stream yesterday. Zack Snyder was on the stream with the Nerd Queens with Cole and Nana. Talking about SnyderCon 2 or the Full Circle event 
as uh, he's been naming it. But of course, you know, everybody's calling it SnyderCon too. Uh, you know, it's not the name that he wanted to go with, but I mean, even the first one, we started calling it SnyderCon because why not? I mean, uh, but you know, it's just uh, obviously we he talked about a lot of details when it came to when it came to the event and just wanted to put some details out there. Uh, tickets go on sale this Friday. We're not sure what time yet. But uh, the tickets go out uh, this Friday. Like I said, Friday is going to be a good day. I think Friday is going to be a good day. All around might be a good day. So, you know, Vodka Stream should be a good one, too. But, uh, yeah, we're going to – it's going to go on sale. Obviously, if you know if you plan on going, try to, like, get, get to it quickly. I don't know. I'm not – I'm sure we'll find out exactly the time when it comes to when the tickets are going to go on sale. So, uh Hopefully we'll get that, you know, and like I said, it's going to be pretty limited because, you know, the 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 art center college of design which a lot of people are like what does ACCD mean? Oh my god, it means something. It's like no, it just is because obviously he posted that Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman are going to be at the art center and then an IMAX which is going to be at the Universal City Walk uh is going to have of course Zack Snyder's Justice League which holds more people. But yeah, it's going to be kind of limited. It's only it, it's it's so funny that the art center, the movie theater holds 214 seats. That is come on. You can't even write that. What's the quinky dink in that? The fact that there's 214 seats, that's insane. So, you know, um so yeah, when the tickets go on sale, if you plan on going, you got to jump on that pretty quickly, so hopefully it'll do. Um and then I said, uh, let's see, what are you saying? It's going to be pretty uh, Justice Unlimited. Yeah, hello from Vegas. Hey, what's up, Trapman? This shakeup, uh, oh, yeah, you're talking about that. Okay, so we're good. Um, I'm getting my hopes up, but it'd be cool if Snyder announced animated sequels at the end of the event. Well, I mean, he, already, he, did, he did talk about the graphic novel thing, which I remember when I brought that up on the timeline. Oh, yeah, the dog pile from, you know, the, that, that fun side of the fandom. Totally... Uh, yeah, you can't say the A word. You can't say animated or you can't say the G word, graphic novel, because no, that's not what Zach would have wanted. No, it's not what you would have wanted. Obviously, he's pitched the idea. He even talked about that last night, of pitch that he pitched the idea of, yes, obviously, graphic novel. That was always like a thing. And, he, and they even asked him, like, you know, who would you want to uh, illustrate it? And he didn't want to say, which was interesting. He didn't want to say, which is interesting. Like, I'm still going to hold out hope that we'll still get, like, some kind of conclusion of the Snyderverse, of his Snyderverse, the DC Snyderverse, in some form when it comes to all that. Again, I would gladly just take, I would gladly just take his storyboards that he might have written up for it. Like, if there's storyboards that he, you know, sketched in his books that he has, you know, put those out there. I mean, obviously, we got the, the storyboards that he did with, he, you know, guy with the ball cap and Jim Lee and everything. And, you know, you can watch Project Justice League. They did an excellent job of adapting those into a motion comic. Absolutely fantastic. But uh, I would gladly, whatever he was actually going to actually put in there, I would be like, well, can, can he just release those if nothing's going to happen? But who knows what's going to happen? You never know. But he did mention that. He did talk about that, which is great. He did Speaking of Jim Lee, Jim Lee, of course, uh, who is, uh, you know, let's arguably one of the best, if not the best, when it comes to drawing these characters. But Jim Lee is designing, again, this is why it's like there's people are backing him up within this studio. Jim Lee is going to be designing the new shirt for it. So we're going to get a new shirt when it comes to 
this event. Obviously, there were shirts for the, the previous one, and you know, there's been many shirts. There's going to be posters. There's going to be a Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy poster, which that's going to be great. Uh, so we're going to get that, that Jim Lee shirt. I cannot wait to see what it looks like. Oh, I just cannot wait to, uh, to see what it looks like. I mean, just, just the mere thought, man. Just the mere thought of that, that, that shirt. It's going to look absolutely fantastic. And I can't wait to see what the Zack Snyder's Justice League trilogy shirt is going to look like, too. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. So, but yes, so... We're going to have that. He talked about a cocktail hour, which I'm like, sweet. Hopefully he brings some of the some of his bourbon, like I said, because um, I'm going to be there. And I'm like, all right, hopefully, hey, maybe share a little bit of bourbon with the man himself. That'd be pretty sweet. I want to taste with that bourbon, you know, you know I want to because I'm a bourbon guy. I mean, obviously, I'm a vodka guy, too. But I mean, oh, man, I want I want to try the bourbon. See what that tastes like. I know some of the uh, some of the dudes have uh, tasted it already. So. But yeah, so we said like a cocktail hour, Q&A, and signing stuff and whatever. And then the same thing, you know, with the BBS nights, same stuff. And then, of course, he said that he reached out. He's going to reach out to to as many people as he can, cast, crew. He's going to reach out and see who shows up. I mean, it's pretty sweet. We get some people, some of the cast. I mean, especially, I mean, imagine if Henry Cavill shows up. Ah, ah, that'd be pretty sweet. I wouldn't think Gal's going to show up. Ben might show up because I wouldn't be surprised. What if Ben shows up one of the nights? That'd be cool. He's in, I mean, if they're in town, why not? But I mean, when it comes to, I think Jay Oliva will be there. I mean, some of the stunt people, you know, obviously Citrone might show up as well. I don't know. Just, just, I think there's going to be, you know, there's going to be some cool heads that'll show up. Maybe Larry Fong will show up again. He was there last time. Um, uh, Joe Mang, maybe he will show up. I don't know if Leto, Leto might show up. I don't know. Amy Adams, that'd be sweet. There's just so many things. So I'm sure he's just gonna, he's just gonna put put. He's gonna cast his reels out there, and see who's gonna end up showing up to this event. It's gonna be pretty uh pretty crazy. So ah, uh, so yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens when it when it gets to that. So the Zack Snyder Justice League trilogy poster becomes available. Yeah, everything will become available, like the shirt and of course the poster. You'll be able to get. Even if you don't attend the event, you'll be able to get that. And then, of course, there's going to be a lot of live streaming as well. See, I think Mick actually has already seen that shirt. I see you in the, I see you in the, I see you in the chat there, Mick. And I think you, uh, you might have seen uh, what it might look like already. So I'm just like, ah, uh, uh, I'm just hoping so. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm jealous that you've seen it. Into the people, yeah, but uh, Dave, what's the chances of your opinion of Zach getting to finish the DC story? I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, Hen and Stone, 57% alcohol volume is still smooth as hell. There you go. God, I really want to, I really want to try that. Uh, but then of course he talked about Rebel Moon, Rebel Moon. He talked some about that. He talked about how there's like the anime that's going to be attached to its spinoff, a short anime short. And then the biggest thing that he was talking about, I mean, obviously when it, when it comes to all this video game, Zack Snyder, video game, RPG. What? That's insane. I was like, all right, cool, because that's one of the things is like, and Zach is very much an artist. Of course, he's a filmmaker through and through, but he loves photography. He loves animation. He loves drawing. He just loves art. He loves the art form of everything right now. So the man jumping into the gaming space, the game space, I mean, that's just awesome. 
That's just awesome. Again, this is what this just shows you how busy this guy is in trying to expand this universe. Obviously, he talked about how Netflix is very excited for it, that there'll probably be events. He also mentioned this. There'll be events when it comes to Rebel Moon as well, and they might be international uh, when it comes to that. So, yeah. And he did also talk about the Armyverse as well. He talked about how Las Vegas, you know, kind of been postponed. We were wondering what was going on with that. And it was just kind of like, oh, shit, what happened with that? But, uh, yeah, we were still kind of waiting on. I mean, obviously, we're all anxiously waiting. But, yeah, that got a little delayed. But he did talk about the Norse God stuff and said that's moving forward pretty well. You know, so hopefully we'll get some kind of anything when it comes to that haven't seen but the concept is epic okay so you've seen the concept there it is okay (sighs) but i love it but yeah so he's talking about all that and uh yeah i'm trying to think is there anything else that i missed when it came to it um i mean obviously the afsp part of all this is the the main thing you know um Really want to, obviously, they talked about that right at the beginning of the stream, talking about we're almost at a million dollars raised when it comes to this whole thing right here. So almost at a million dollars. I'm sure like after maybe even after the stream yesterday, we might even be across a million dollars or soon we'll get across a million dollars. I don't know. But AFSP is going to be the main thing. Obviously, when it comes to ticket sales, a lot of that money is going to be going towards that. So that's another thing when you're thinking about the the tickets, like, you know, because obviously it's going to be pricey, especially if you're out of, you know, you're out of town. You got to fly in. You got to think about the, uh, the prices, but just know that part of it is going towards charity. So, yeah. Uh, you miss Saggy already, isn't she in the chat? Or is she already left? <laughs> Watchmen game, so I didn't even play the Watchmen game, so AFSP to 1 million. Um, yeah, so let me think. Um, was there anything else that when it came to this? No, I think that was pretty much it. Uh, I think that was pretty much it when it came to all this. Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, just basically talking about the panels and everything with any luck. Yeah, looking at some of the quotes right here. Art Center, Art Center, and then he go. And he even talked about the fan-driven events. He said, I know there's some fan-driven events around the event, whether it be giveaways for some figures. We are, we're trying to get a Batmobile. I know there's a bunch of stuff we're trying to get to also give away in relation to the screening. So that's cool. So we got that right there. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, when it comes to all that. And I know there was, like, drama around it, too. Oh, it's at 908K. Thank you, Meg. Um, so it'll get there. It'll get there. By the time this event happens, it'll definitely get there. But, uh, but yeah, I know there's drama towards the event, too. And I'm just like, yeah, it's gross. It sucks. It sucks that, that, that that's the case now that we're, there's always going to be drama around the, uh, the event that happened yesterday. I wasn't really paying attention too much to the, uh, to the chat because I was, casting it to my tv i I was casting the whole thing so as i was doing that i was kind of you know i was tinkering around things but mainly i was just watching it without the chat i know the chat was moving like crazy and uh you know questions were being answered and everything so that was cool that they did that but uh yeah i know there's like drama and it's really stupid i uh, it gets exhausting and again like i said when it comes to the little scoopsy daisies right there when they're trying to scoop this event don't believe them because it's just it's just desperate i don't know i don't it's desperate it's sad it's like what are you doing you're you're trying to scoop a fan event like what uh, I, don't, I don't understand that and then of course you know people 
that are spamming the sell to Netflix and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right, keep on continuing doing that. Obviously, there was no mention of that last night because, you know, Zach is doing a million other things when it comes to that. So it's like the whole Netflix idea is just, again, poorly thought out. I just I can't. I'm like, it's just no, just not. No, stop it. Uh, and then, of course, you know, a lot of people just talking about like, oh, is this the end? Is Zach basically saying the end? I, you know, Zach is just wanting to celebrate the event. He talks about the full circle. I mean, obviously, when it came to the first Snyder Con, you know, it, there was no mention. There was real no mention of the Snyder Cut even going to be coming out. Obviously, it was still just like, you know, little teases here and there. And then, of course, he he circled the poster, which, of course, I still have hung up on my wall. You know, there was no mention of that. And then the hero's journey of coming back around and getting the thing made and then now celebrating it and celebrating these movies. I mean, that's the full circle. I mean, it's just that's 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 great. It's just a celebration right here. You know, you never know what could happen in the future. But right now we're just celebrating it. We're just celebrating. OK, we're not trying to push hat ta- hashtags and crazy campaigns right now. I mean, yeah, if you want to do that on Twitter, fine, go ahead, do whatever. But when it comes to this, it's not about this. It's not about that. You know, and it's just it's a, it's about raising money for AFSP. It's about celebrating with the fans. Zach wants to do something for his fans. So these people that are just like utilizing this for like certain campaigns or, you know, streaming the stream on their fucking channel, you sleazeball. Uh, that's all. It's just shit like that. It just kind of just chaps my ass. Takes another drink. Ugh. It's all ridiculous. So, but anyways, don't let anybody ruin the fun. Because I see some people that are right out there, too. So, it's a celebration. That's what it is. And it should be a good time. And if you can't go to it, like I said, there's going to be live streaming that's going to be happening with all the panels and everything like that. There's going to be media presence there. Like, I'll be there. We'll be, you know, there'll be some people there that are going to be doing live streams podcast there'll be people from you know from from websites that are going to be there too so it's going to be covered when it comes to that at least too so yeah if you can't make it it's still going to be a good time still going to be a good time people need to realize this yeah it's a celebration uh, event right there and yes Draga, sell me to netflix perfectly fine netflix wants to buy me hey <laughs> you know let's do it yeah that'll happen um but yeah, we just got to remember that it's all about that. Let's not focus on the negative. We'll focus on the positive. And the positive is the celebration. Okay? That's what we'll do. That's what we're going to do. We'll celebrate. We'll celebrate that. Okay. Should be a good time for sure. Can't wait. And, you know, hopefully soon, hopefully soon, we'll find a little bit more about it. You know? We'll find a little bit more about it. Now we talk about Ben Affleck. Mr. Ben Affleck. Now, this came out last week, and we kind of talked about it on the Vox stream. But again, I'm like, what did we talk about on the Vox stream? I don't know. But uh, there was a new THR article that came out. I mean, I did a short video, obviously, talking about uh, one of the main things, which was he doesn't plan on making a DC Studios project for James Gunn. And it was like, oh, shit. And just the way he said it was like a little weird. And then, of course, people are bringing up James Gunn's tweets talking about that he talked to Ben Affleck and that he wanted to do it. And so a lot of people are doing that. Of course, that was back in December. And it was just kind of like, I'm sure they did talk. Maybe it went well. But then, you know, I don't know. Like I said, 
James Gunn fluffs things up a little bit. Again, he should just relax on going after little trolls, talking about his cat, and he should probably not talk about who he's meeting with because I think he's slowly learning that he shouldn't talk too much. Keep on debunking the bullshit scoops out there. Yes. And then, of course, keep on teasing the slate. Love that. But let's relax on the other things when it comes to this. So here we go. There it is. There's that handsome devil holding the basketball. Ben Affleck on air, new CEO gig, and those memes. I am who I am, of course. The actor, filmmaker, and budding mogul on the disruptive production company he launched with Matt Damon, why he's done with DC, getting Michael Jordan's blessing for his new film, and the advice wife Jennifer Lopez gave him for this interview. Of course, I'm not going to talk about this whole thing and break it all down, but of course he talks about him and Matt Damon. You know, they do a little backstory and then talking about all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, uh, when it comes to this right here, Affleck and uh, Matt, Matt Damon obtained at least $100 million in financing from an investment firm, Redbird Capital Partners, to start and uh, made their own financial con contributions to Artist Equity with Affleck who's a CEO and then chief creative officer is going to be Damon. Ben and I have both been making movies for over 30 years. We know the things that actually matter to people, but I, but ask Ben to see the spreadsheets. You know, so we got there, goes on, talks about all that, which is great. Uh, you and Matt Damon are starting a uh, company together more than 40 years after you became friends. I'm curious about the longevity of the friendship and the business relationship and how it works. I suppose the reason it works is I trust him and love him, and I know that this is somebody with integrity. In this business, failure is hard, and success is confusing and can make you uh, lose your bearings. Having a, that friendship as a touchstone over the years has been meaningful. One of the things we reflected on when we did The Last Duel that caused us to want to do this company together was the fact that we wished we'd kept working together more uh, over the years. So just kind of talking about that, talking about the friendship and, of course, you know, that and, uh, you know, back to all that. And there he is playing basketball. Sure, he shoots a good hoop. Right. And then, of course, when it comes to Justice League, the Justice League experience, the fact that those stories became somewhat repetitive to me and less interesting. Yeah, I did finally figure out how to play the character, of course, Batman, and I nailed it in the flash again. Talking about nailing it in the flash. For the five minutes I'm there, I'm sure it's more than five minutes. A lot of people are like, what? Only five minutes? I'm sure it's a little bit more than five minutes. Maybe it's eight minutes. Eight and a half? Nine? Maybe ten? I don't know. I think it's a little bit more, you know. I know a lot of people are like wondering about that. But anyways, it's really great. A lot of it's just tone. You've got to figure out what's your version of the person. Who is a guy that fits what you can do. I tried to fit myself into Batman, and by the way, I like a lot of the stuff we did, especially the first one, which is BBS. So Ben, you should show up to BBS night. Just saying, but not Justice League. What went wrong there? Justice League. You could teach a seminar on all the reasons why this is how not to do it. Yes, definitely. Ranging from production to bad decisions to horrible personal tra tragedy and just ending with the most monstrous taste in my mouth. The genius and, and the silver lining is that Zack Snyder eventually went to AT&T and was like, look, I can get you four hours of content 
and it's principally uh, just all the slow motion that he shot in black and white. And one day of shooting with me and him, he was like, do you want to come shoot in my backyard? I was like, I think there are unions, Zach. I think we have to make a deal. But I went and did it, and now Zack Snyder's Justice League is my highest rated movie on IMDb. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I like it. That's awesome. That's pretty sweet. So, you know, it is kind of funny that's his high rate. <laughs> yeah. Is that because Zack Snyder's fans are so intense online? What? Intense? What are you talking about? So what you want it uh, so what so what you want is my highest rated movie career. Uh, obviously that. I've never had one that went from you know, Nider to a pinnacle, obviously talking about, you know, the differences between the two versions. Uh, retroactively, it's a hit. All of a sudden, I was getting congratulated for the bomb I'm in. But I was going to direct Bat a Batman, and Justice League made me go, I'm out. I never want to do any of this again. I'm not suited. That was the worst experience I've ever seen in a business which is full of some shitty experiences. It broke my heart. There was an, uh, there was an idea of someone, Joss Whedon, coming in like, I'll rescue you and we'll do 60 days of shooting and I'll write a whole thing around what you have. I've got the secret. And it wasn't the secret. That was hard. And I started to drink too much. I was back at the hotel in London. It was... Either that or jump out the window. This is how bad it got, guys. This is how bad it did. He wanted to do a walk-off on the set. Trying to get everybody to walk off the set. And I just thought, this isn't the life I want. My kids aren't here. I'm miserable. You want to go to work and find something interesting to hang on to rather than just wearing a rubber suit. And most of it, you're just standing against the computer screen going, if this nuclear waste gets loose well that's fine <laughs> i don't uh, i don't uh, condescend in the and to that or put it down but i got to the point where i found it creatively not satisfying also just you're sweaty and exhausted and i thought i don't want to participate in this in any way i don't want to squander any more of my life of which i have a limited amount so there you go so then I said right here, so if it came to DC, so if DC came to you now and said, do you want to direct something? He said, I would not direct something for the gun DC. Absolutely not. See, that's what a lot of people are like. Absolutely not. I have nothing against James Gunn. Nice guy. Sure. He's going to do a great job. I'm sure he's going to do a great job. I just wouldn't want to go in and direct in the way they're doing that. I'm not interested in that. Okay. So there you go. And then, of course, talking about air and talking about how Michael Jordan gave the blessing and, and Michael Jordan was wanting um, Viola Davis to play his mom. So that was pretty cool, too. Oop, don't do that. So there you go. That's Ben Affleck talking about the experience and talking about how that experience made him not want to do the role anymore when it came to Batman. That's why even the campaign for pushing for the Batfleck movie to be made that continues on because they don't listen to what Ben Affleck actually has to say. <laughs> Again, just can we listen to the people that we're supposedly doing this for? Ben's done when it comes to that, at least for right now. At least for right now. 
Uh, but of course, he's getting up there in age and then, of course, doing this whole thing and doing this whole new production company. That's also going to be a thing as well. And, of course, talking about his kids and everything. But at least he gave props to to uh, Zach, of course, because him and Zach have always had a great relationship. It's always uh, and, and, and again, I really it would be awesome if somehow like he does make an appearance in one of the nights at the event, because I'm sure that Zach is reaching out to him right there. I'm sure he's reaching out. So, yeah, I really hope that does, that does happen. But that's what Ben Affleck had to say when it came to all that in the THR article. Tony Movie Chavy, Neil uh, Blomkamp fan. Thank you for the $10 super chat. I'm always blown away that Joss Whedon regrets the decision for doing the entire reshoots for Justice League. And, and, like, it, uh, and like, was it the money that made you do it? Or did you hate Zack Snyder's Justice League? Probably the money and the ego. You know, there's just the ego. Oh, I can, I can, I could save this. No, no, you can't save this. You know, that's, that's the thing. There's always going to be, there's that ego that he thought that he could like, oh yeah, they'll bring him in, throw a bag of money at him. Should be fine. But yeah. So there you go. That's what, uh, Zach or, uh, Benny Affleck saying about all that. Okay. Shazam! Fury of the Gods! Or I should say this. I should do it like this. Shazam! Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, box office, not good. We knew it wasn't going to be good, obviously. Um, people enjoyed it, which is always great. Uh, I, I, I love when people enjoy movies. It's fine. You guys saw my review of it. Uh, it was a little rough for me when it came to the first two acts. And then I thought the final act was strong. The final act was strong, but you know, I had my gripes about it. Uh, I had my gripes about it, uh, for sure. But, uh, you know, I'm glad that people are actually enjoying it uh, more than I did, but, uh, let's look at that box office right here let's see uh let's see exactly what it made i mean it made less than projections which was like ouch ouchy ouchy ouch and there it is right there it still made the top but it only made 30.1 million dollars and then when it comes to the international box office it made 64.7 ouch ouchy 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 ouch so not too uh not too great not too great when it comes to the box office but again we uh expected that we expected that and it sucks because, you know, I like David F. Sandberg, and I'm so glad that he's just going to go back to his horror background, horror background. i got to emphasize the, the, the other R's because, my God, um, you know, so we got to make sure that uh, he's going to do well over there. And he basically, when it, when, it came to, when it came to Twitter, he pretty much just admitted. I mean, he was kind of just, uh, it's been kind of interesting. When it comes to this movie not doing well, I mean, the last DC movie didn't do well either, which, of course, was Black Adam. And, you know, with, when it comes to this one, it's... It, when you got Zachary Levi, which we'll talk about in a little bit, and it's like, Zach, dude, stop fucking talking right now. You're not helping your case. He wasn't. I mean, over the weekend, he was mm, calling out people and stuff like that, and it was like, dude, don't do it. Uh, but when it came to David F. Sandberg, this is what he had. Uh, this is what he tweeted out right here. On Rotten Tomatoes, I just got my lowest critic score and my highest audience score on the same film. I wasn't expecting a repeat of the first movie critically, but I was still a little surprised because I think it's a good film. 
And then continuing on, I said, as I've been saying for a while now, I'm very eager to go back to horror as well as trying some new things. After six years of Shazam, I'm definitely done with superheroes for now. Just to be clear, I don't regret even for a second making the Shazam movies. I've learned so much and gotten to work with some truly amazing people. Will forever be grateful that I got to direct two of these. They've been very challenging and valuable experiences. One thing I've been looking forward to is disconnecting from the superhero discourse online. A lot of a lot of that stresses me out so much it will be nice not having to think about that anymore. Fans ruin everything, don't they? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ah, uh, this is what sucks. You I know. Even like when I'm like in my mentions and I'm trying to be like optimistic or whatever, happy about stuff, you know, and then I got these people that, nope, not what I want, so I'm going to ruin it for you. You know, people in the chat even right now, so. Yeah, see, we got two people right here. Hashtag gun killed the DCU, okay? Yeah, you know, that's not, this is not what I want, so I'm going to show up and ruin it for people that are actually excited, you know, it's just the way it is, so. You feel bad for the guy. Feel bad for the guy, but hey, what can he do? I mean, me, I, I could take it. I don't give a shit what these guys say. It's nothing to me. Uh, I'm still going to talk about this stuff. I'm still going to give my opinions about it. It's not going to always be the ones they agree with, you know? It's no big deal. Ugh. I just, uh, yeah, the behavior with some of this stuff is just absolutely ridiculous. But then, of course, we have... We have uh, Zachary Levi, who kind of just went buck wild over the weekend, and it was just like, dude, 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 what are you doing? Obviously, he was trying to add a little bit more hype when it came to social media and Twitter, and it just wasn't really wasn't really good. People were talking about how the movie's going to bomb, and it's not that good, and everything like that. And he was saying stuff like this. He said, um, it's very, very difficult. It's very difficult, but, you know, listen, I did my best. I have to accept that, and I know that I did my best, and all the other stuff is out of your hands. But yeah, I mean, even on Twitter today, scrolling through, there's people that have released some advanced reviews, or just, you know, fans who have seen it, and there's incredibly positive stuff out there. And then, of course, there's these other people, like the internet is full of, which is a very just negative to be negative people, which is true. There's always going to be that. And then, of course, uh, is basically just alluding to Snyder fans, which is not just Snyder fans. And the true Snyder fans, you know, Snyder fans are excited for SnyderCon and excited for all this. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, I associate with and see on my timeline that are just, you know, if they didn't like it, they didn't like it. That's it. They don't go on campaigns to completely shit on that and shit on people. I uh, said there's a he said there's a whole uh, contingent of comic book fans that is uh, that it's really unfortunate that there's this one particular group of people that I think, well, they don't like me because I don't agree with them on co on other comic book movies. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but, you, you know, he kind of, you know, he did slightly bring that onto himself, but, you know, it's whatever. And then, of course, talking about toxicity and all that stuff, he said, but instead of there being a conversation, they take up so many of my words or things completely out of context, which is that is absolutely true. And then they do they go and stir up all the other people that they know online and they all just want to attack and attack and attack and attack. And it's really sad because this is just one example of so many examples of the amount of just venom and toxicity and bullying that goes on in these cyber dimensions. 
And then he says more stuff, too, but we don't have to talk about that, really. But, uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, I think he just wanted to get his rest of his opinions out there. It's like, all right, cool, get it out there. Um, Because, obviously, he's most likely not going to play Shazam again, for sure. But, uh, you know, some of that I agree with, some of that I don't. It's just the way it is. But yeah, p- people definitely do take things out of context. They love to do that. And they love to dogpile on people too when it comes to online. A lot easier to pound the keyboard behind an avatar and, uh, you know, Twitter than it is to actually say stuff in, uh, in, to people's faces. Uh, medicated movie reviews. Better movie, Man of Steel or Revenge of the Sith? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Man of Steel, 100%, man. Yeah, definitely better. Revenge of the Sith is the better is the best one out of the uh, the prequel trilogy for sure, but sorry, it ain't better than Man of Steel. Ain't better than Man of Steel. Just saying. Um, so there you go. So power to David F. Sandberg. You know, power to Zachary Levi too. I already know he's like going to be in other movies, but man, you know, it's got to be a rough experience. Hopefully, you know, hopefully, I know he fell into like kind of like a depressive, uh, depression state when it came to like before the pandemic and he wrote that book. Uh, I thought he was great in American Underdog, Zachary Levi. Uh, I thought I, I, I didn't like him as much in Shazam 2 as I liked him in Shazam 1. I thought, yeah, I didn't like him as much in this one, but you know, maybe he'll find something. But the big the, David F. Sandberg, okay? David S. Sandberg, he got caught in this whole craziness right here, and I'm glad that he's now done. I told you guys, I'm like, I'm sure he cannot wait till Monday after the movie comes out. And sure enough, he did not wait. He said today, Monday, after his movie came out, I'm done. Done. Done with superheroes right now. Done with the discourse. Done. So I, I told you, I told you he'd be happy about that. And sure enough, he is. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. Can't wait for his next movie. John Wick Chapter 4. What's happening? Okay, so we got reviews. And guess what? They're positive because it's freaking John Wick. And the movie's two hours and 49 minutes. You know, usually critics complain about the long runtime. Apparently not this time. They're not complaining about the long runtime with this movie. Currently certified fresh at 93%. Oh boy, cannot wait. Getting my tickets. Gonna watch it this Thursday. Look at all the positivity. John Wick Chapter 4 is not a great piece of cinema exactly, but it delivers on what it promises time and time again. Exactly. We accept that these movies are just big, huge, freaking video games. At one of its many set pieces contains more action all by itself than most entire movies. That's awesome. I love that. The John Wick franchise has always valued action over plot, visual pop over cerebral reflection, but Chapter 4 takes it all in such cartoonish extremes that it makes the previous films look like a PBS documentary. So, wow, that's interesting. That's a positive review. Uh, like its three predecessors, nonstop action, which just enough story with just enough story, character to establish the stakes, and endless style. Yes, I checked my watch a few times during the movie. Okay, talking about that runtime. But by the last hour of the uh, Elephantine <laughs> running time, Chapter 4 is a prosperous blast. Chad Shatowski, 
Stahelski, I can never say his name right, and writers Shay Hayden and Michael Finch have distilled the mythology-heavy approach of the last couple of chapters with a streamlined action of the first movie resulting in a final hour where the stands among the it stands amongst the Bex in the drama. So apparently the final act is just absolutely insane. Merging kinetic energy sequences with dynamic character work and touching emotional stakes, John Wick Chapter 4 improves on its predecessors to establish itself as one of the greatest action films of the century. Yes! That's what we want to hear right there. 100%, right? I want to hear that. Oh, come on. Okay. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, it sounds like the final the final act is just going to be absolutely batshit crazy and it's insane. So, man. And, you know, according to the director, Mr. Shostinsky, whatever the hell, they're going to take a little break. But, of course, we've got the ballerina spinoff with uh, Ana de Armas. Keanu Reeves will make a cameo in there. And then, of course, there might be some... some um, spinoffs too there was supposed to be the continental series but now that uh, mr reddick is no longer with us that's going to be a little interesting which uh, again may he rest in peace but yeah so there you go guys there's the reviews for john wick chapter four cannot wait for them to happen or for that to uh, to see it look forward to my review okay let's get to some questions here Uh, let's see. Let me go to uh, t- let me go to uh, YouTube first. Salute the man who left us. Yes, exactly. Stahalski, Stahalski. There you go. Thank you. You guys know I'm so terrible with names. Stahalski, Stahalski. All right. Let's see what's going on on YouTube's right here. Uh, Mike Mike H says, "Will they blame James Gunn as part of the reason why people didn't show Sazam?" Oh yeah. I had people in my mentions, like, totally blaming James Gunn. They blame James Gunn if they don't like a movie, if they didn't like Scream 6, okay? You know, like I said, the fans that were defending, you know, Zack Snyder five years ago are now being the opposite and going after James Gunn. I mean, like I said, you know, the Harvey Dent line, you either die the hero or live long enough to become the, you know, become the villain or whatever the fuck, so... And then somebody named Kevin Smith said, I'm over this. I don't know what he's over. I think he's over the Zack Snyder stuff. See, that's somebody right there that's just like over all that. But it's like, sorry, guy. You know, it's not over. That's right. We still have six weeks to this event. And then, of course, we're going to be talking about that, that event for a little bit. Anyways. All right. Let's go ahead and go to uh, the Twitter questions. All right, we got Eric right here. Uh, Chekhov's gun. Whatever you set up, you have to pay off. Snyder's law. Fire all your bullets, then make new ones. I like, yeah. Sandberg. I'll pay off Dr. Savannah and uh, Mr. Mine in the third film. Sandberg. Love your stuff. I hope to enjoy Shazam 2, but Q reboot. Yeah, sadly, we're not going to be getting that, but hey, what can he do? Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, then we got Venom Hernandez. Hey, Dave, hope your Monday is going well. Well, work sucked, but I'm doing well now. I got wine, and I can't 
Shut up. Uh, anyways, uh, since now we're in full circle, SnyderCon 2 season, what do you think the accomplishments would be met at the event? And do you think WBD and James Gunn are noticing the hype of the event? Oh, yeah. They have to give their blessing. Jim Lee is a part of it. Okay? I would not even be surprised if James Gunn... I mean, he hasn't said anything now, but I hope he does. James, you need to talk about it a little bit. I know you're trying to do it, but you can, come on. Come on. Uh, and then, of course, I would laugh my ass off if he ends up showing up at the event. That would... That would, that would the internet would melt. The internet would melt because, you know, Zack Snyder doesn't hate James Gunn like fans do. So, um, Mr. Nobody, Mr. Nobody, I'll get to your uh, super chats in a little bit there. I see some super chats. I'll get to them after I'm done with, with this. Mr. Nobody, happy Monday, Dave. Have you heard Tom Cruise praise the flash? Yes, did talk about that. Praise the flash. Too many uh, Cruise praise the flash. The rash. Um, imagine having the kind of pull in Hollywood to watch The Flash. I know. Well, it's Tom freaking Cruise. Do you think this might be a sign that Tom is in talks of future DC project? Yeah, but it probably won't happen. Tom's too busy. He's going to go to space. I don't have time to get in a superhero costume. Even I felt this was a bit of reaching, but you never know. Thoughts? Yeah, you never know. You do never know. Tet, I heard Zach will be giving out the Justice League sequels Written on napkins on Wine Hour. Also, I've been watching everything James Gunn DC, and I really like it so far. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Ted. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Cocktail napkins, Wine Hour. Cooper Knox. Since SnyderCon 2 is happening, how much of a long shot will it be to get to have Mr. Chris Terrio appear on the Vodka stream? Ooh, that would be awesome. If Chris Terrio is there, I would love to sit down with the guy, pick his brain. Would absolutely love to do that, so we'll see. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, Dave, I just want I just watched Shazam 2. It was great, and Lance Reddick, I am uh, still in shock, and he passed away that he uh, and he passed away on Friday. Can you go? Can you go? Uh, can you do a glass for him? And uh, and I just rewatched the John Wick movies. What is your favorite kill from the movies? For me, it's Holly. Yeah, the Hollyberry dogs are uh, are pretty damn crazy. I mean, just the fact that they did that. They had to choreograph with dogs. Uh, Brad Curran, the way Ben described the JL reshoots makes it sound like they were even more uh, torturous uh, uh, than we already thought. Exactly. Think any more will come out about the what happened uh, behind the scenes. Also, we are... Are we safe to uh, in assuming that Zach's knock on wood man is still guest alluded? Well, let's hope. I mean, like I said, I think he's going to reach out there. I hope that Amy shows up. I hope that Henry shows up. Russell Crowe. I mean, uh, Michael Shannon. That'd be sweet. Phil, if you had to speculate on who may or may not be a surprise guest, who do you think is most likely to show up? And like I said, I mean, I don't know. Like I already kind of said this at the beginning. Uh, if Ben's in town, I think he would show up to one of the nights. Maybe even Henry, but Henry might be completely done with all this. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Gal will. I don't know. There's just a lot of, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I mean, I think Ray Fisher will be there. I think Ray Porter will definitely be there. Um, Joe Mang may, might show up if he's in town. Um, yeah. Trying to think who else. Ezra, <laughs> I don't know about that. 
But then again, maybe the VFX guys who worked on all this, uh, who, who, who I've talked to, uh, Brian Hirota, DJ, you know, those guys, that, that'd be cool if they showed up. Citrone and um, what's his name? Uh, i trying to totally blank it on his name. Uh, I'm pretty sure Citrone would show up too. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who he gets, see who he gets. And it uh, should be a damn good time for sure. So definitely looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to it. All right, guys, let's go ahead and wrap this up. It's a good stream. Lots to talk about, of course. Make sure you guys smash that like, thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Appreciate it. Of course, no show tomorrow, but, uh, you know, if something happens, maybe it'll, it'll happen, or I'll just do a short video, but I'll see you guys Wednesday. And if you want to become a member, become a member. We always do a members-only stream after the mainstream, so we could talk about that. We could talk about... You know, we could talk about Friday or something. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, so we could do all that. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. You guys are awesome. Love you. Thank you for spending some time with me. Um, yeah, share the stream. Do all that. It'll be up on audio tomorrow as per usual. And that's about it, guys. Love you. Talk to you later.